Hello, everybody, and welcome to another podcast of the Catholic Talk Show. We got a really fun uh, show for you today. It's uh, it's about how the Catholic Church created New Year's Day. Come on now. Yeah, we're going to talk about which pope actually made January 1st, New Year's Day. We're going to talk about when the church's year actually starts. We're going to talk about what you should be doing today liturgically and your obligation. And we're going to talk about Jesus's foreskin. So in five, four, three, two, one, happy. As always, we're here with Father Rich Pagano and Ryan Shield. How you guys doing? Happy New Year. Good. Happy New Year. You Happy pointed to me. I know. Said Father, Father Rich. Rich. I, I, it was a delayed response. That's all right. Well, my beard is in actual potentia. Like, I have the potential of my beard growing from soap opera-esque beard to the fuller manhood bro man right. looking beard that need, Ryan Shield has. So need, I'll get some there. conditioner beard type. Yeah. <laughs> my beard is luxuriant. It's so soft. I think I have to rub a potato on my face to make my hair grow a little bit longer. Isn't that like a wives tale or something? <laughs> uh, Anybody got a potato in that pocket? Man, that new year, a- same old Catholic talk show, huh? That's yeah. one of my new year's resolutions. I actually want to grow out a longer beard. There you go. Right. Is that a good one? Good. I like it. All that takes is time and gumption. Me, <laughs> oh, I- yeah, I don't. I've gumption. been asking for that. What gumption? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what have you been asking? You guys for? are like you're working mentally way too fast hey, for man, me. Man, we're with you, bro. We're with you, bro. We wouldn't go anywhere. Hey, bro. You. So, what is this show about? Like, yeah, we heard New about Year's, it. Like, man, New Year's, man. The we, church invented it. The church yeah. invented and created New Year's and set the calendar so that the reason that you woke up today with a raging hangover. And you're watching football on TV today and maybe eating pork and sauerkraut or whatever it is you do Better for be New going to mass. You right. could totally blame the church. Blame, yeah, blame <laughs> and thank the church, depending on your, your state this <laughs> yeah, morning. Yeah, how you're feeling. <laughs> so, Holy Mother Church. You guys have a good New Year's? You got you guys ready for 2019? I'm totally ready for 2019. Yeah, yeah Ryan's taking his clothes off. He's like, 2019, Come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. Come on, 2019. You ain't got nothing on me. Come on, bro. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. He's throwing down. That's for my YouTube family. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, You don't want to see that. Actually, just if you're actually watching, why don't you just go ahead and listen on iTunes? Just minimize the swimming. We'll let you know when it's safe. (laughs) Why did we lose so many YouTube subscribers? We're looking at the analytics and there's a huge drop off right around the (laughs) two minute and 58 (laughs) second marker. Oh, my gosh. Ryan Delacroix is taking off his clothes. Oh, it's no, New Year's. Man. New Year's. It is. All right. It is. What an exciting time, though, honestly. And and I'm glad that the church has such a role in respect to the New Year's celebration, as well as within the octave of Christmas and as its relation to the Blessed Virgin Mary as Mother of God, the one who is the Theotokos. She gave birth to God. Mm-hmm. Did you guys have a good Christmas? Oh, man. Yeah. It was, it was awesome. Good stuff. Ho, 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 man. Yeah. yeah. We're still in Christmas, though. (laughs) Liturgically, we're still in Christmas. Yeah. Yes, we are. And and that's a really important point that we have to always keep in front of our mind is like Christmas Day is just the beginning 
of 12 glorious days in the 12 feast. days of Christmas. Yes, yeah, the 12 yeah, days yeah. of Christmas. Man. They start God, on Christmas. That. Yeah. We yeah. got to get better Epiphany. at celebrating that. Honestly. Yeah, I know, man. It's like, come on. It's like, you're going to you're gonna have Lent. It's like 40 days, man. Like, yeah. you get 12 days of party Let's and really like, rejoice. Celebrate. Yeah. Well, we always take our Christmas tree down 13 days after Christmas. Okay. Yeah. And that's, we, and at home, we call it Russian Christmas, which is, uh, you know, the sixth. How do you practice that? Um, have another little kind of happy little Christmas send-off party. Uh, nice meal, maybe small little gift or something like that. Hmm. Then we take the Christmas tree down, put everything away. Well, that's nice. It is. Yeah. Came so from my wife's idea. side of the family. Yeah. There's wow. there's other practices that I've heard families give gifts each day, and then the greatest gift is given at the end of Christmas. Yeah. That's it's cool. Kind of a cool, cool idea. But we're talking New Year's. Yeah, we're talking yeah, New yeah, Year's. So the reason that's, that today, that's 2018, bro. Yeah, you're so 2000 and <laughs> late teen. Yeah, but bro, I mean, it's within the octave, so we're still celebrating Christmas. Hello. Get with the program. So the future. January 1st was not always <laughs> New Year's Day. In fact, do you know what day used to the year used to start on? Tell us. April 1st. Oh man, that's or awesome. sometimes March 25th. April Fool's Day. That's why we call trying it. Trying to fool me. Hold on, hold on. So, Come on, sucker. <laughs> So trying to trying to fool me, man. I'm starting a new year, man. Oh, no. So not on April first. Not me. In the 1570s, 1580s, <laughs> Pope Gregory recognized that the calendar was off. We cover this in another episode. Yeah, yeah. But he recognized that the calendar was off, and leap years were leap invented. years because of that. So they had the whole rescheduling of the calendar, removed ten days, accounted for leap days, leap years, all those types of things, and. In the papal bull intergravis, the intergravisissimus. <laughs> yeah, you guys try to pronounce Another that. perfect pronunciation In- from Ryan. Well, I'm the only one who tries to pronounce this stuff. You guys are just like, dur, 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 dur. <laughs> intergravisissimus. Well, after I said it, <laughs> intergravisimus. Okay. So in that papal bull. Intergravisimus. They rescheduled the calendar into what is now known as the Gregorian calendar away from the Julian calendar. As part of that, he set January 1st as the New Year's Day. Now, Protestants, well, they're not going to have any of this papish nonsense. We're not going to. Oh, no. Well, no, we're not going to listen to the Pope of Rome Mm-mm. who sits on a throne of lies. We're not going to do it because we're good Protestants in England and we don't believe in that Popey guy. Way to be charitable there, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> the Popey guy. Right. They, they At least he didn't say poopy. <laughs> So, he sits on his poop chair. <laughs> All right. So, okay. You know what? Okay. I was fooling y'all. <laughs> you know, I thought in 2019 we fooling? weren't going to go on tangents, but we're going to. Oh, we're totally on tangents. Okay. Right in now. the Vatican, they have, you said the poop chair and the Pope. Okay. This is a tangent. The it. actual chair that they say is St. Peter's. Some historians say, actually, this was not a chair typical of the time of St. Peter in Rome. Actually, it looks more like a Roman era. Toilet. toilet. Oh my gosh. Oh wow. Yeah. It's not really his chair though. But it might have been, and he might have just repurposed it, and it was originally a toilet chair. Okay. <laughs> That's very glorious. Yeah. 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 Praise be to God. I mean, is your toilet that ornate? 
It's white. Sometimes. <laughs> it's like everybody else's. Depends what he ate the night before. <laughs> <laughs> Thai talk, food. Talk about ornamentation. <laughs> All right. So back, back the, to there. So yeah. anyway, the Protestants did not want to follow the Pope's calendar. So they continued to celebrate New Year's Day on April 1st. That is where we get the term April Fool's Day. Love it. Because anybody oh. who didn't follow the Pope and didn't recognize that this calendar was scientifically wrong, that they were still following, was a fool. I pity the fools. I so they the are fool. April fools because they follow. They didn't follow the Pope. They followed their own that's Protestant funny. foolish calendar. That's funny. That's the whole, that's where that all comes. And then, you know, the tradition now is like you kind of just play a joke on somebody. Mm -hmm. right? Or like mm -hmm. Now, the church has already been in its new year for a while now. When, when does the church's new year start? Advent. Yeah, four Sundays before Christmas. Mm -hmm. So we're already deep into the new liturgical year. Deep. Deep into it. Deep. That's <laughs> 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 so funny. I was laughing. Deep. 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 With a little bit of an elephant. <laughs> deep. All right. Let's go deeper. All right. So what should everyone be doing today? What should they have done? Set resolutions. <sighs> go to mass. How? Why is it that the priest... Gets it wrong, and the seminary dropout got it. Dude, but what what is the greatest resolution that you could do every single Oh, uh, look New at him Year's. walking that back. No, I'm going to walk it back because right. the greatest resolution is to go to the Holy Sacrifice of Mass every day. Okay, dude. Okay, no one's buying that. On. You, you lose. Start. You lose. You lost that I one. Lose? You yeah. lose. Yeah. We you get nothing. You hey, got to. Hey, you we Do you know what nada is? <laughs> like a light chicken gravy. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you guys so mean to me? Because <laughs> you're wrong. You're wrong, man. <coughs> Today, that should have been Inqui Inquisition. Yeah, January 1st is a I holy agree. day of obligation. It yeah. is the feast of the motherhood of God, the solemnity of the mother of God. That's it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really great feast day to start the new year. Mm-hmm. And it's the eighth day, so it's the it's the octave of Christmas. Mm -hmm. And on the eighth day, traditionally too, it's where you recognize the bris of Jesus Christ, the circumcision circumcision of Jesus Christ. Right now, in the and, in the old uh, 1962 missal, it, the eighth day of the octave of Christmas was the purification of Mary, mm -hmm. which meant that Mary, according to Jewish custom, on the eighth day after giving childbirth, would go to the temple to be ritualistically cleaned and they would present jesus to the temple for his circumcision wow so you know the the central focus of this too as mother of god and relationship to the role of the parents in in bringing jesus for the circumcision and the also this this whole concept of the christmas season continuing to be celebrated you know, to really reflect on the gift of what we receive at Christmas in Jesus is similarly reflected in the motherhood of, of God, the motherhood of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And the obedience that she showed in the Jewish tradition. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And that she fulfills these laws. Mm -hmm. She fulfills these ritualistic practices. And we fulfill a ritual and we refulfill, re excuse me, we fulfill. We refulfill. We fulfill. We refill. Falafel. But we fulfill that <laughs> solemnity. Like there's solemnity, certainly in Christmas, but 
on the first day of the new year, we're fulfilling a ritual practice and memorializing, remembering what God did through the Theotokos, through this woman who said yes to God's plan for our salvation. So now Mary was declared the, the Theotokos at That Nicaea? was the Council of Nicaea, right? Or Ephesus. 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 431. Ephesus. Sorry, you threw Nicaea out, so I yeah. followed you. Nicaea. Swing was, and a miss. Swing and a miss. Yeah. But I got it the second time. That's Ephesus. right. So yeah, Ephesus. So the, the idea. What was that, 431? 431. 431. So the celebration of that of, of today is the solemn, the solemnity of Mary, mother of God really does have its roots in that Ephesian council. And it's one of the more important councils when they actually uh, had that council and the, the laity were waiting outside for the bishops to make their decision when they word leaked out that they had indeed declared, you know, def- defined the concept of the motherhood of Christ there was a huge party. Everyone started freaking out. They had big parades and celebrations. It was like the biggest party that ever happened to Ephesus because they were so happy that they had confirmed definitively that Mary was, yes, the mother of God, the Theotokos. Mm. Pretty cool story. I can only imagine I like to party on the first. I don't think this is on January 1st. No, I mean in celebration of her motherhood. I know. You know. I, I mean, I'm uh, not celebrating the council or anything. Oh, the council. You can too. Now, yeah, my favorite thing is to go visit her in, in Mexico City, Our yeah, Lady Guadalupe. We, There's no greater way to bring in the new year than to be with Mama. Yeah, that was a great trip. Oh, truly, mm-hmm. truly. In, in his apostolic letter, Pope Paul VI, Marialis Cultus, the, the cult of Mary, the, 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 the culture that is related to the praxis of, of honoring praxis. her. We're talking about Praxis. praxis. You're never going to be able to say that word without us bringing up <laughs> Ellen Iverson. Yeah. The truth. AI. And he, he goes on to say, this celebration placed on January 1st is meant to commemorate the part played by Mary in the mystery of salvation. And I want to make a kind of parenthetical comment here that each of us have a, a part to play in this, in this way of, of life and fulfilling the role of our identity as, as baptized members of Christ. We have a role in the mystery of salvation as well. And Mary is this example you know, for us. And it's so important to realize her as the model of Christians, all Christians. It is meant, as he continues, Paul VI, also to exalt the singular dignity which this mystery brings to the Holy Mother through whom we were found worthy to receive the author of life. It is likewise a fitting occasion for renewing adoration of the newborn Prince of Peace, for listening once more to the glad tidings of the angels and for imploring from God through the Queen of Peace, the supreme gift of peace. Paul the Sixth gives us such an insight. Saint Paul. The Saint Sixth Paul now. the Sixth. Excuse me. Mm. Saint Paul the Sixth just recently canonized. Wow, back I a didn't few know months that. ago. Yeah, a few yeah. months ago. Um, Where were you hiding under a rock? <laughs> uh, I was hiding in my house. He's with Oscar Romero. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At, that, at that recent canonization. But to realize that this is a season of peace, and and how does Christ, how does this gift at Christmas of the personhood of God, the author of our salvation, this newborn Prince of Peace, how is how is this peace entering more deeply into your life, and how can you proceed into this new year in this state of peace and maintaining that place with Christ and Our Lady 
in that in that state. That that would be a wonderful resolution in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the solemnity of Mary, Mother of God, replaced in the calendar the Feast of the Purification and the Feast of the Circumcision in 1969 when they rescheduled the the liturgical calendar um, in uh, the papal bull, or maybe it was a, a, a papal letter, uh, Mysteri Pascalis. So that changed this, the, the liturgical calendar. But before, like you said, it was the Feast of the Purification and the Circumcision. Now, you know, you're not a rabbi, right? But what happens at a circumcision? The foreskin is chopped off of, of the chopped off, chopped off, chopped off. It's sawed off. Oh my god, <laughs> sawed off? No, I was joking about the chop <laughs> using just different terminologies. That's fine. Well, yeah. surgically removed. Should we say that? Mm. That's probably a more. That's not really surgically. Yeah, it is. I went to my buddy Ellie. He's a he's a rabbi. You have to be very careful. Oh, of course. Well, he's yeah, you, you just want to go beaches. swinging things around there. <laughs> <laughs> my buddy at the Chabad in, in Jacksonville Beach, Ellie, he had his bris for his son. And we met in the hospital because he was ministering to the Jewish yeah. members. And, and we hung out. And we, you know, we spent a few Freezing evenings a rabbi together. walking to a bar. And we literally, we, we both like scotch. So, I mean, we were, we developed cool. a really cool friendship. And he invited me to his son's bris. But I found it was absolutely fascinating because he's very, very conservative, very traditional rabbi. And um, so at this bris, the whole middle, you know, section of the sanctuary, if you will, like was loaded with food. And then in the corner, that's where the bris took place, where, where three people, you know, performed it. But it was all in the context of like this kind of party. party. And <laughs> it's kind of neat because New Year's is a big party. Yeah. And, and New Year's Day traditionally held was we remembered the the bris, the circumcision yeah. of Jesus, and it brings people together. Yeah. And there's there's a sense of joy there. There's celebration. There's purpose for the celebration. And what could we celebrate more than than peace? Yeah. yeah. So you guys know when Jewish New Year's is? Mm. No. I love how I love how Sheil just kind of like types over there. And it's then like he throws it at us. He's something. like, yeah, and he, he no, gets no, it. No, I knew like, this, but I had to confirm like, the second part like, of it. Hmm. So guys, do tell you know? me, do, do you, you know? know? <laughs> no. Like, um, I don't even have a computer machine. <laughs> well, I knew the actual New Year's, but I had to confirm what year they're in. So uh, Rosh Hashanah. Uh, is Rosh Hashanah. Yeah. Yes. So for, for the Jewish calendar, it's actually the year 5779. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That is interesting. So 5,779 years since the creation of Adam, according to the Jewish calendar. Wow. Or the book was written. Is it Adam or is it Abraham? Adam. Really? Yeah. Um, Vinny was circumcised by a rabbi. No way, dude. How did that happen? My son, Vinny. He was just walking around the (laughs) hospital. He's like, hey, hey, babies, bring out your babies. Hey, hey. Rabbi, come here. He was, I got my son Vinny. He he was born on Thanksgiving Day, oh, and so we ha- we went to the hospital, and there was no staff. I mean, we had a doctor on call, but you know, they're like, "Well, you know, Vinny, you- in in ten years, you're gonna <laughs> listen to this episode. You're like, Dad, dude, how? Why would you bring this whole story up? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, he's walking down the hall, and my wife was like, you know, go grab that rabbi, and I was like, all right. So nice guy. I mean, I guess, you know. So it, hold on, hold on. 
It happened in the hospital? Yeah. It wasn't a bris. It was just a- And the rabbi- Yeah. That is awesome. Dude, rabbis know how to do that stuff. Oh, bro, I would be calling my buddy Elliot. I'd be yeah. like, yo, if I had- They know how to do had, that. If I had sons, I'd be bringing- That's them. like part of training. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know? Seminary training. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this leads us to another important point. No pun intended. <laughs> The Feast of the Circumcision meant that Jesus was, like any Jewish male, should have been circumcised. And by the very virtue of that process, there means that there is now leftover foreskin. Jesus' foreskin. Jesus's. Do you know what that is called? Were, were there, is there a tradition? Yeah. After, oh, after that's that? what we're getting into right what's now. The, what's the Jewish tradition of like after? A, no, no, no. Do no. they put it in a box or something? It's a putz, isn't it? It's a prepuce. A prepuce. The holy prepuce. A putz is when like you're a not putz. you're not leaving on time. Like, what are you doing? You're putzing around. No, you're like, I you're a real that putz. Was for- yeah. I thought that was the foreskin. So whenever he's calling someone a putz, he thinks putz. he's calling him a foreskin. That's why I'm <laughs> Why are you putzing around? Oh that's know. why I always call you putz, Ryan. I'm yeah, like, yeah, Delacross, he's a real foreskin. Putz. Wow. Putz. So no, that would mean that the very foreskin of Jesus was left behind, right? Mm-hmm. So even after the ascension in heaven, there is a piece of Jesus's physical body left on earth, right? Remains. Not remains, because remains denote uh he's death. got he's got remaining. Yeah. This is a this is his, the holy prepuce. Don't tell me that there's some shrine with that in it. Uh you how long you've been Catholic? <laughs> <laughs> well if this is any indicator whether or not I know where Jesus is forced No, no, are. it's not. You just know you know Catholicism. Yeah. Do you, you think know that, you know they're gonna put it in a box? You know they're gonna put it in a box and make a shrine out of it. There's not said, gonna be Jesus's foreskin and they're not gonna not I make just a said, church around. Please this. don't tell me that. That's well, all. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry to break it to you, but Catholicism, let's keep it weird, Catholicism. <laughs> there was eight of them. Oh my gosh. Right. So there was a long tradition of the Holy Prepuce. Now, the first mention of it, and the one that really tradition holds is the actual holy foreskin of the infant baby Jesus was given by to the Pope by Charlemagne. And Charlemagne oh, wow. had gotten it as a wedding gift when he married Empress Irene of Constantinople, who got it from a long line of, of you know, apostolic succession. <laughs> You know, they passed down the holy prepuce. I have a gift for you. Yeah. A wedding gift. Yeah. Oh, wow. What is it? Foreskin. And then they kneel yeah. before it. And I'm then sure. when uh, the Pope crowned Charlemagne, the first emperor of the West in 1814 on Christmas Day, Charlemagne gave it as a Christmas gift to the Pope. So it kind of circled back from royalty yeah. back to the church. Yep. But yeah, having given it to him oh. on Christmas Day. That would it? make a great movie. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> what, what kind of movie? <laughs> no, that would not make a great movie. I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> you're such a you're like You're such, you're like such putz. a putz. What would have made a good movie? <laughs> what? what no. No part of it. Which, by the way, public service announcement. Putz actually does have a con- connotation in Yiddish to penis. Jiddish? Yeah, Jiddish. I, I don't speak Jiddish. So then, absolutely. I was somewhat in the you same putzing field. around? Putzing around. Yeah, you putzing around. I was around putzing around online on trying to figure, figure out what putz oh actually meant. 
So now here's the thing. It's called though. etymology, Ryan. I get it. So here's the thing. That was the first and the one that most people consider as the holy prepuce, right? The foreskin. But as any relics, there was always competing ones, and this king or that one would say, well, we actually have it. So by the time of the late 1800s, there was actually eight holy prepuces cruising around. Not cruising around, but in, you know, in churches where people said, <laughs> putzing we have around. Putzing around. <laughs> Very appropriate. How many were there at the outset? Eight. eight. Well, you would imagine one. Oh, you know, they chop things yeah, they up. Dissected. No, no, no. But they subdivided. There was eight competing claims for. Okay. Right. The, the one. The one. Gotcha. Oh. And. Um, well, that's kind of a. That's, not, that's no good. I can't. Huh? That's no good. Yeah. That's not good. So. Pope Leo XIII was pretty irritated by this. Yeah. He's like, you guys are, there's eight of them. You're, it's, there's no backing for any this one or that one. So he actually decreed that anyone who talked about the holy foreskin <laughs> of Jesus was excommunicated. <laughs> oh, man. Don't worry, we're cool. That that excommunication uh, okay. threat has passed. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah. Good. Lord have mercy. That made me yeah. nervous. So now so now there's this great mystery of where where's Waldo? Or Jesus. Or the foreskin. Or the foreskin <laughs> to be precise. <sighs> yeah. Well, this is a where, wonderful where thing is it? to Do we talk know where about it is? for New Year's. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, it was, man, great idea for the show. How guys. did we get here? I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> I wasn't either. Well, if you know anything about Catholicism, we're the Catholic talk show. You just know that you never know where it's going to end. Yeah. That's so true. happy New Year's. <laughs> we never know where it's going to end neither, sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. Neither do the hosts. Right. Yeah. So, so here's one last thing about the Holy Prep use. Ready? <laughs> it's missing. It's, yeah. <gasps> it's missing. Oh, no. So in 1983, the village priest of the church where... <laughs> Why does it have to be a I'm telling you, priest? this is a great movie, guys. <laughs> it's like Ocean's Nine. <laughs> that is schmuck putz. <laughs> schmuck <laughs> village priest. So the priest, Don Dario, mm. for some reason, he thought it was a good idea to take the relic out of the church and put it in a shoebox in his home and put it in his dresser. Brilliant. Sure. Mm. Okay. Well, one day he he came home and he realized that his house had been broken into. And in, in his top drawer where he had some money and his socks and stuff was the holy prep use. And that was what was taken. Mm. What, so, this is one, of the, eight, this stuff one of the eight that were already right, allegedly. made up. So this is like, this is one of the alleged precipitouses. Now people were afraid that Satanists and neo-Nazis or whoever stole it. So this really actually could get into a pretty crazy movie. It goes from Charlemagne to Nazis and Satanists. Can we cast Tom Hanks in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> uh, is he going to have that horrible mullet haircut? I'm thinking like Steven Seagal. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody with a man bun. <laughs> no, not Seagal. Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, yeah. He could be Don Dario. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> when I break in, he could do the splits. <laughs> Tear his foreskin. <laughs> oh. Ouch. Ouch. Anyway. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. So, you know, <laughs> I think we broke Ryan. 
And literally, the glasses are broken. If you're not watching, Ryan's glasses are now broken. Jean-Claude Van Damme. I just split. Had, I had an image yeah. come through my mind. Sorry. You just had talk about blood sport. <laughs> <laughs> uh, holy time cap. <laughs> well, well yeah. yeah. Happy New yeah. Year's. What a pleasure, guys. Thank so, you. guys, 2019, make sure you tune in to CatholicTalkShow.com. And for a whole next year, and hopefully longer, you'll be able to listen to conversations as enriching and enlightening as the one we just had. Just like these. Yeah. yeah I mean, can, our souls are like in a better place now. Oh, yeah. yeah. And theirs are too. Yeah, hopefully. <gasps> hopefully. <laughs> Unless they're the ones who stole the holy foreskin. <laughs> and we're sending Tom Hanks or Steven Seagal or Jean Claude Van Damme. Or Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Screw it. All three of them. All three of them. They're all three of them, Adam. Yeah, they're the holy prep use gang. <laughs> you Explosions them behind like them, <laughs> foreskins flying everywhere. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, my God. Lord, have mercy on us. All right. So, please have mercy on us, Lord. Let's do an inquisition to start the new year. Ooh, we're going to take it easy on you. Oh, really? Because we're going to beat you up this year real bad. Ooh, 2019 is going to be a rough year for you. It's oh. the year of the mm, arm bar to your face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why would it be that? I don't know. You said we're going to, you know. Yeah, but I was going to ask some theologically loaded questions that right. have very deep intricacy and nuance. You're just like going to no, blast it's through a, them. It's a kind of a proverbial. It's a. It's an, an analogy. It's a theological dropkick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's an arm bar, actually. An arm bar. Yeah. Okay. We'll bring it. All right. Bring your arm bar. Now we're going to make we're going to make it easy on you. So, what's your resolution for the new year? Uh, well. I try to I try to approach my resolutions each year um, in similar fashion. So you know, one is intellectual, one spiritual, another just physiological. So you know, it's always inclusive of a certain aspect of um, you know exercise, and then uh, spiritually, I I really have a great desire to enter more securely on the Camino. So just the whole concept of pilgrimage and i'm hoping god willing i feel drawn to uh camino santiago de compostel this year so that is going to be i'm going to be in preparation for kind of walking in nature and and reflecting and meditating so i'm going to be employing that spiritually is getting more out you know getting out to the beach getting out you know on trails and hiking walking and then obviously in preparation for me to participate in the camino god willing this summer and um, bring extra socks that, yeah, so I've got to really, you know, build up the calluses. Toughen up, yeah, toughen yeah, those feet my, up. In my tender feet. foot. <laughs> I yeah. do have tender feet. Very, very, very. We're going to need them for the show. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then intellectually, I've been really drawn back to Aristotle. And I've got the Nicomachean Nick, Nick, yeah, <laughs> ethics and on my desk. So I'm hoping to crack open that. And then Aristotle's politics and uh, culture and arts and music and stuff like that. So I hope to jump back into that material and really immerse myself back in Aristotle. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. For Super years. ambitious. Yeah. Well, I, it's just, it's not really a lot because it's two books in a year, you know? Yeah, but more, more than that, all the other stuff you were talking about. Exercise yeah, I, in the Camino, get outside and walk mm -hmm. in, in nature and just kind of make that a regular habit. Not that I'm doing that every day, but that I'm a making a making a concerted effort every week to get outside and, and yeah. you know, walk and hike and you know, do something. Yeah. Well, happy New Year's, guys. Yeah, Happy New Year's. Catholic Talk Show 2019. Here it goes. Literally three, two, one.
one. Happy New Year!